Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Good Conversation, a podcast where we celebrate the life experiences, passions, and skills of everyone and anyone. Today, we have Meg back with us, and we will be talking about online dating. (laughs) Hey guys, it's good to be back. You guys might have heard my other episode, the intro to who I am. I did the I'm in my 20s podcast, but yeah, now we're back and we're going to be talking about a very fun topic (laughs) because in quarantine, I've been on the apps, I admit, so I do have some stuff to share. (laughs) Okay, well, let's start from the very beginning. All right. Tell me about just what has your online dating experience been like? Wow. Well, I just downloaded Tinder and Hinge like three weeks ago, I would say. And to be honest, it has been rather chaotic. I don't, I don't really know where to start. Um, yeah. What specifically do you want to know? I would say if I were to say what it's been like, chaotic, um, eye-opening, I guess, and actually very draining sometimes if you don't approach it properly. So <laughs> that's really interesting. Okay. So, yeah. so you, ha- you say you downloaded Tinder and Hinge. Yeah. Oh, and cons of each one yeah that's a good question so tinder is yeah everyone knows what tinder is most of the times when people go on online dating they go on tinder because it has the largest pool of people and so easy you swipe and the issue with tinder is that you don't know what other people are looking for some people are on there looking for just hookups some people are looking to find their future husband some people are just looking for friends so i think that's the main issue with tinder is that you literally don't know what other people are looking for whereas other apps like bumble or hinge you have a better idea of what people are looking for so that you can match it because on bumble you have the option to say i'm looking for relationship i'm looking for casual or i'm looking for friends and you filter it right and Hinge, I would say, is almost like the LinkedIn equivalent of the apps. Like LinkedIn is to Facebook is like Hinge is to Tinder in a sense because people are a lot more serious on Hinge. And so you know that the people you match with, they're looking for something serious, not looking for hookups. But I do have a story about Hinge though, which is like very interesting. Um, I Obviously, I'm on the apps to look for something serious. I'm not looking for hookups or anything. So I was on Hinge for that purpose. And then I matched with this one guy. And I just automatically assumed he was also looking for something serious. Because, you know, what else are you doing on Hinge, right? And then we meet up. And 30 minutes into the day, he tries to kiss me. Like, 30 minutes in. And I barely even know this guy yet. And he literally took me to, like, his office. And then his tech office. And he started playing, like, weird, like, R&B music. And we were sitting on the couch. And he just kept inching closer and he just like swooped in and tried to kiss me and I was like whoa 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 take it easy there buddy like like what are you doing and then he was like oh like like are you are you not like you know trying to hook up and I was like no um buddy like I I match with you on hinge like I'm if you're looking for hookups bro you should be on tinder you should not be on hinge and so I had to push him away and I, I explained to him I'm actually looking for serious stuff I'm not trying to hook up and so yeah that's just an interesting story I had to share about hinge so even if Hinge is better, you still got to be aware. <laughs> like that guy, didn't he click looking for something serious or like write that down? For yeah. Him? Like but what the hell? Clearly what he might want to a little different, eh? Yeah. <laughs> what has surprised you in a good way about online dating? Yeah, I would say what surprised me is that the quality of some of these friendships that came out of it is actually really amazing. I was actually on Tinder back in January as well for literally just like two weeks. And I actually met this one person from it who's now one of my closest friends, I would say. 
And so, yeah, even with online dating, approach it with an open mind. If a relationship doesn't work out, you can always be friends. So I met him and we're really close friends now. And then now on Tinder, I also recently met up with someone and we just clicked so well as friends. Definitely no romantic spark there, but we both agreed like, wow, this is awesome. Let's be friends. And so the quality of friendships, man, when you're open-minded, you can get some pretty good friends there. That's awesome. So how did you turn from like potentially being interested in the person to, okay, you're just going to be my good friend? <laughs> yeah. The thing is that you can't really tell what the vibe is until you meet in person. So I would say like, just try to meet them in person if you want to give it a shot. And so when we met in person, it's sometimes easier to tell like, okay, this is definitely friendship vibe. I don't feel that romantic attraction. I don't feel like we're flirting. It's more like we're goofing off and we're just being friendly with each other. So it's good to have awareness for that. And also just be upfront and talk about it. Like don't lead people on, don't like friend zone someone without explicitly saying it because you could be leading them on. Always talk about it. So what I did with the guy that I recently met up with and became friends with, we actually talked about it on our first meetup. Like I think four hours into the day, he was like, oh, so like, how are you feeling about our dynamic? And I was like, I'm definitely feeling more of a friendship dynamic. And he was like, good, because I actually feel the same way. And so it's just good to get that out of the way sometimes and just, you know, be completely open with each other. And so that's how it happened. And now we're just friends. <laughs> good for you for just being so upfront and honest. I feel like that's so hard for a lot of people. And also four hours on your first date? <laughs> That's when you know you had a great time. We actually met up at like, I think before lunch, no, right after lunch. And we spent until like 7 p.m. together. That's how much fun we had. <laughs> because you know it's a good time. Romantic. Yeah. If you can spend that much time with, with someone and not get bored. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, so I have a few random questions for online dating. Okay. So have you ever met someone in person that totally did not look like their picture at all? Ooh, like a catfish. Um, I would say no, not in terms of face, but I did get catfished by this one guy about his height because in his bio, he said that he's six feet tall and I'm five, five. So obviously I'm like looking for someone who's like taller than me. So I was like, okay, cool. He's six feet tall. I was like prepared to see this guy, like this tower walking up and meeting me. And then we meet up and he's like only two inches taller than me. And I'm like, um, okay not only that i think he catfished by his name too like his tinder name was not his actual name so there was just like red flags left and right so needless to say i did not need to see him again <laughs> that's so funny okay well that leads me to my second question so when you're on a tinder date and let's say you agree to meet at this bar or something how do you know like, if it's that person, is there, like, an awkward, like, hey, hi, like, are you this person? Like, how, how does that work? Yeah, I would say sometimes it is a little bit awkward, and it's also nerve-wracking the first time you meet, because you're like, oh, God, like, am I what they think I look like? Or, like, which one is he? Is he? But you just got to look at the pictures and just try to match the picture to the person. <laughs> that is so interesting. Okay, so then, after the first date is done, let's say you get food, what is proper etiquette? who who pays <laughs> yeah um there's a lot of different ways that people approach this some people are very traditional and like they think that the guy should always pay for the first date but for me i don't believe that i actually don't let them pay for me <laughs> like when they try to get the bill i'm like no like here's my card like please let me pay my half because i would feel very uncomfortable with the feeling of like oh like do i owe them something or like just the fact that like i make my own money i don't need you to pay for me kind of thing 
So that's just how I approach it. I think you should approach it like equally. And also on the first date, like you're not even in a relationship yet. So why should I like make someone who's like practically still a stranger pay for my meal, right? So my etiquette is just like pay for your own shit. Like <laughs> you're there to get to know each other. So don't worry about money kind of thing. That's true. I, I, I agree with what you said there. Like the idea of like you don't want to owe them anything, you know, especially if you never want to see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, I actually owe you a meal because you got me one. You'd be like, you know what? Just yeah. Pay for my yeah. When you're meeting up with someone that you met online, what's your ideal place for the first meetup? Mm-hmm. Well, interesting situational wise, we're in quarantine, so we can't actually go to restaurants or bars. But I would say that the ideal place is just to go to a public park and just have a picnic. I find that that always just it's like a good mood. First of all, you don't have to worry about paying for anyone's bills. You don't have to worry about the food. Second of all, you're in a public place. So you're definitely safe. Like you're not going to get kidnapped or like killed or anything. And third of all, just hang out at a park. It's just easy. It's just like chill. There's no obligation to stay for how many hours you can stay for as long as you want or as short as you want. And it's really a chance to just spend time with each other and get to know each other. So I'd say just like picnic at a park has been pretty nice. Mm, that's that's so that's that sounds really fun and safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you safety? Done, yeah. Have you done any virtual dates? Yes, I have done three virtual dates actually. Just before I hopped on a call with you today to record our podcast, I actually had a virtual date with someone. So, <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> the virtual dates are actually like it's not as the low quality as some people might think like as long as you turn on video and you're just talking like it's just the same thing as seeing someone in person I would say so it's been going pretty well that's so interesting for me to hear because I've heard I've heard such positive things about online dating during quarantine actually because when you're doing virtual dates it's like the intention has to be really to get to know you because you, you're not sitting right there and, and the person can't just kiss you within the first exactly. three minutes. So do you find that that's that, do you agree with that statement? Yes, I 100% agree with that. I think it also makes you feel safer and you just don't have to worry about like, oh, is this person like trying to touch me? Is he trying to kiss me kind of thing? You know that you're on this call to chat with each other. So wow. in that sense, virtual dates are good. but. I would say that, like, I ha- also had a virtual date last night with a different guy. <laughs> I know I have so many dates. And we what? actually just, like, your pod- this podcast, they'll be like, next, playing me, what? <laughs> no. You know, we, ne- we did Netflix party, so we watched something on Netflix together at the same time. And I would say that for your first date, don't do that. Um, when you're just watching something together, you're not actually really getting to know each other. You're kind of both just focused on whatever's on the screen. So I would say that wasn't the best just because it was hard to actually get to know him for who, we, who he was. Yeah, I agree. True. Movie days in general are, are hard, especially if it's the first few, because you want to focus on the movie. Unless you're the type that's like, wants to talk about every, every single thing. Like, oh, do you see that? <laughs> Oh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, what has been your favorite kind of virtual date? Mm. Well, the one I just had before our conversation was actually probably the best date I've gone on so far. So, this is a very timely conversation. <laughs> um, I would say it's just very simple. Just be yourself. Just like get to know each other. We actually talked for like two and a half hours, and it just didn't feel boring. I felt very energized. I I love talking to him. It was really great. Yeah, just like be yourself. Just see where the conversation flows. You don't have to put an itinerary or anything. Just chat. 
I do have a crush now, actually. I was just, like, fangirling before I even, like, opened our Zoom link, because I was like, oh my god, I actually just had a good date for once, so. That's such a good mood. Yeah. Um, so, when, when you're getting ready for a virtual date, is it the same as if you were getting ready for a meetup in person? Like, do you get your hair done? Do you, like, you know... <laughs> wear a nice strip but you're like in pjs on the bottom or what's that oh my god that's so funny i'm like the worst person to ask for this because i kid you not guys like for the virtual date i just had before this call i literally just stepped out of the shower and just put on a t-shirt like my hair was completely wet (laughs) like completely wet hair no makeup and like the moment we hopped on i was like by the way i'm sorry i literally just came out of the shower so that's why i look like this so I actually don't really pamper myself at all for dates but for the in-person ones I do put some effort into put on makeup and like kind of dress cute and stuff because you know first impression so mm, yeah cool. I feel like that's good though because you can like show him who you who what you really look like you know there's not yeah. where like you know like he's only seen you in makeup so like what's he gonna think once like it goes off <laughs> But yeah, that's exactly what we were joking about. I was like, now you know that I can't catfish you ever because you're already seeing me at my most scrub form the first time that you're seeing me. <laughs> so oh my gosh. Well, I want to know more about date on, what is it, August 5th. You got to categorize these different boys. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. Okay. Slightly off topic, but I was wondering, so when you're swiping on your apps, have you ever seen your your friends or like guys that you know and and what yes. is the courtesy like do you swipe left or right like oh my gosh dude that's like one of the most awkward things about online dating is that you tend to see your friends profiles on there like I've seen my friends profiles I've seen my co-workers profiles I've seen this profile of this guy I that like you know used to be my mentor and I was like oh my gosh this is such a weird place to see these people because it's like not the environment I'm used to seeing them in um but with my close friends I kind of just troll them I actually just super like my super close friends when I see them so I super liked like three of my guy friends and they matched me back and we're just like like screw you like why did you get my hopes up with a super like kind of thing so that's what happens with my close friends but with like friends that are like kind of like mutual friends and stuff like I did swipe right on a few of them that I've like seen or talked to one or two times, not for the purpose of wanting to be with them romantically actually, but just for the purpose of reconnecting. So actually there was one person who had come as a plus one to my birthday party back in February. And I vaguely remember him. I was like pretty drunk, but I remember him being there and I saw him on Tinder and I right swiped him and then we matched and I was like, Hey, like, you're this guy, right? Like, you were at my birthday party. He was like, yeah. And then we just started talking. And then we are just, like, sending dumb TikToks to each other for, like, a while. So it definitely depends on the dynamic. So Tinder has been good for letting me kind of reconnect with people, too. So, yeah. But with, like, I think also be careful of the signs you're giving off because I think sometimes like I would right swipe someone that I kind of know just to be like hey like how's it going like funny seeing you here with absolutely no intention of dating them but then a couple of them actually took it the wrong way and they thought I was interested so I you kind of have to set that boundary and be like hey like I just want to clarify like I'm not like looking or like I actually just like unmatch some of them and be like hey like I unmatched you because I'm on tinder to date but if you want to keep chatting we can just talk on facebook or something kind of thing so it's like very complicated 
Oh, wow. There's so much, like, hidden courtesies or hidden things about, like, online dating and these, like, manners and what do you do with your friends and stuff. But yeah. I like that you said that you can, like, reconnect because it's, like, a funny joke. It's like, ha, 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 remember that time we matched on Tinder? Like, yeah. it's a joke you'll always have with the person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Have you ever tried, like, international Tinder or, like, international online dating where, like, you set your... <laughs> into somewhere else and then you can like talk to I don't know like like <laughs> guys <laughs> oh my god so funny like tinder passport um no I personally I personally haven't just because I could never even do like long distance relationships so I just don't bother I just swipe locally yeah that's yeah. so interesting oh I mean I, I didn't even know that was an option until my friend told me about it Mm. Like, wow so like they're not even looking to date but they were like it's just cool seeing what like French guys say to you <laughs> that's so cool yeah actually um when I was in exchange last semester in Europe I actually downloaded tinder just because I was curious about like what the like dating pool was like in Europe and then I was actually on it while I was in Paris and I was like ooh, French guys like holy shit like they're so good looking but <laughs> I was just on it for the lols I was just curious <laughs> Did you, did you notice a difference between like, I don't know, like Canadian guys and French guys and how they kind of like slide into your DMs? Like what, what <laughs> similar? Well, I wasn't on the apps for too long in Europe, so I didn't really, I don't have enough of uh, opinion on that. But I think in terms of dating in general, in Canada versus like Europe in general, the guys in Europe are a lot more like straightforward and upfront when they like you. Um, I've had a few guys just approach me on the street in Europe and just like, hey, like, I think you're cute. Like, let me get your number and text you. Whereas here in Vancouver, like the entire, like basically 22 years I've been in the city or sorry, 20 years I've been in the city. Not a single guy has been up and be like, hey, like, you're really cute. Like, do you want to watch a movie sometimes? Um, Unless they're like super creepy, like creepy guys, like that doesn't count. But like normal dudes don't really do that here. So there's that huge difference, I find. Ooh, that whole that culture difference yeah I agree like if someone said that here or like if they said it on a bus you'd be like oh my gosh why why are they ta- why are they asking that like we barely know shit but when yeah. you're like, walking down like I don't know like Paris streets you're just like if anyone wants to take me out for coffee like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah in Europe it's actually pretty normal for people to pick up strangers so that's very interesting and I kind of like that I like that they're more courageous there I wish guys here were more courageous with picking up girls, I guess. But in a non-creepy way, obviously. I definitely <laughs> noticed that, too. There was a few like, times where I was in Europe, and I could just tell that the guys that I would talk to, they were just so confident and upfront. And yeah. they would compliment you in different ways than Canadian guys. Like, one example I remember was this guy. I think he's from he's from the U- UK, and then he uh-huh. was, I really like your confidence. And I was, oh. like, I was like, a guy has never said that. Like Canadian guys or like guys here, they'd be like, oh, you're cute. You're, you're pretty. Like, I feel like that's it. I actually can't think of any more. Yeah. But it's just like very different things that they notice in different parts of the world. Yeah, that's actually really nice. I would much rather be complimented about something like my confidence or my personality or my aura rather than someone just saying, hey, like you're hot kind of thing. Yeah. What kind of compliments do you feel like you've received the most sort of in online dating? Yeah, well, I think this is pretty expected. Usually people just go with the easy way and be like, hey, you're cute or you're pretty kind of thing. So I'm pretty used to that now and I'm kind of just numb to it because there's just no substance behind it. And here's the thing, 
guys, like if dudes are listening and wondering how do you succeed in online dating, you're not going to succeed by sending a basic message that they get from like 20 other guys every single day. Okay. Like if you say, Hey, you're cute. They're like not going to reply because you're not standing out. You got to like say something more interesting. You got to like say something about their profile or ask them like a cool question or be quirky with them or just like banter with them. And like, you know, be more interesting. Like just calling someone cute is not enough to get you a date. Yeah. true. It's like, yeah, I know that, but what else is new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell me something I don't know (laughs) just kidding (laughs) on that note have there been any guys that slid into your dms that really stood out to you Ooh, um I gotta think about this one for a bit um I wouldn't (laughs) funny funny dms I do have some funny dms but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm still talking to them but it's just like wow this guy's bold this one guy slid in, he was like, hey, you look like my future wife. I was like, wow, what a line. <laughs> so straightforward. And then, yeah, this other one that slid in, and I was like, wow, this is a really nice message. Instead of saying, hey, you're cute, or hey, you're hot, he said, you're kind of stunning, not going to lie. And I was like, wow. I actually blushed because like the word stunning is a lot more powerful than the word cute or hot. That's a huge word. So I was like, wow, this guy just called me stunning. That's why I'm going to reply, you know? So be creative with it. (laughs) Were there times where you've taken initiative and you've slid in with a line? Yes, there have been times where I've done that and I did not get a reply. I actually only did it to two guys because I was curious. I was like, oh, these guys look kind of cool. So I just slid in with like a dumb like pickup line or something like something stupid and they didn't reply that's the thing though as a girl on dating apps is that we usually just expect the guy to slide in first so ever since that I just never message people first and honestly I don't know if it's like a blessing or a curse that girls just wait for the guys to message first (laughs) because sometimes there's like I get like some really really cute messages or not not messages really really cute matches and I'm just like waiting for them to slide into my dms but they don't and I'm like ah the agony like I just want to like I just want to talk to you but I don't want to seem desperate as a girl I don't want to message you first so in that sense it's like a curse but it is a blessing in the sense that like hey like it's less effort on my part to start conversations you know here some guys like it when the girls start the conversation Mm. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it puts them on their toes because, like, they feel like they have so much control because they get to message you, right? But then when you slide in, they're like, whoa, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. It kind of takes them aback, right? Um, but I think guys have different opinions on it because I was talking to some of my guy friends about it, and one of them said that they would love it because they're like, oh, this girl shows initiative. She's interested. Um, whereas another one of my guy friends said that, oh, they would seem desperate. And I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. That's like two completely different opinions on that. So I don't know what to do. Well, that's very interesting. What about, um, have you ever tried Bumble? Yes, I tried it in January for like a week and I did not like it because I realized that because like for Bumble, the girl has to message first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like the magic disappears. And I realized from Bumble that 90% of them just don't reply. So I just stopped using it. Same. Yeah. Very interesting, cause yeah, I I heard that it's become Bumble's become more popular. Bumble and Hinge actually mm. are getting way more popular than than Tinder. Mm-hmm. That's good, 
because we're more serious. I heard Hinge. So, do you prefer Hinge or Tinder? As of now. Um. Interestingly, I actually prefer Tinder mm-hmm. right now, just because it has a much larger pool of people that you can tap into, mm-hmm. and more people are on it than they are on Hinge. I would say so. In that sense, I've definitely met more people on Tinder. Like all the my friends I made, I met them on Tinder. The good dates I've had were from Tinder. Um, Hinge is like definitely just like a hit or miss. And you have to be extremely picky on Hinge when you're matching because you can actually see who likes you. And if you match them back, then it's like it takes effort, you know, because you're commenting on their posts or like, you know, you look through their entire profile. And it's like a long profile. And if you match them, it's like, oh, we're taking this seriously. We're talking. So I think Hinge has that barrier in that it's way harder to even get matches in the first place because you're extremely, extremely picky on Hinge. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. And it's like you have, it's almost like you're looking for something like very specific. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Wait, oh wait, I blanked. I had a question. Wait, wait. Yeah. what did I ask you about? Oh, 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 got it. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so let's say you're you're talking to someone and you've been liking where it's going like the guy you talked to you know before mm-hmm. we talked today <laughs> when do you know it's time to kind of take it to the next level and kind of stop talking to your other other men and just focus yeah. on wow that's <laughs> oh my god that's like a hard question to answer i think first of all i need to make sure that they feel the same way about me that i feel about them because i'm not gonna give up the other guys if he's not going to give up his other girls right because that's unfair for me so i think definitely you just have to talk about it with them first of all feel the vibe make sure you're both like loving spending time with each other you love talking and maybe just take initiative take the next step and ask like hey like are you interested in just like you know pursuing this further like maybe being a bit more exclusive with our dating and just trying to focus on each other rather than being distracted i think it's important to take that step um have you had yeah. that conversation with people have you like taken initiative to have that conversation or do you usually like, wait for the guy to start it mm. in quarantine um i haven't had that yet just because i haven't had a super super good date to the extent that we're going exclusive except the one i had the call i had before this podcast that was pretty good but that was just our first call we're definitely going to talk again but yeah it's a different story but um back in january i did match with this one guy and we talked so much online and then we're like you know what we might as well just get off tinder both of us and just talk on facebook and so it was mutual we both just agreed that we just had a good vibe and that's what we did so wow that's super cool yeah because it's like when do you start like going to different modes of like social media you know because mm. I, I hear people like to get off quick like mm. like you're talking on tinder and be like oh here's my insta by the way you can <laughs> or like here's have me on facebook or, or text me like is that yeah. is it like a sign that you're moving on to kind of like you're both vibing when you guys <laughs> on different social media it definitely depends on the person it's surprising because some of the people that i talk to after only like two or three back and forth they're like hey what's your instagram what's your number and i'm like whoa that was fast but i think that's a good move because like if i have their instagram or their number it's less likely that you can just disappear not ever talk again whereas on tinder it's like if you get bored then it's like okay i'll just not reply and it'll just get lost in the pool so i think that is a good move to make but i gotta warn you guys don't just add most of your matches on Instagram because after a while it just gets awkward because like I still have like matches 
that I had and we they like have me on Instagram and stuff and sometimes I just get like random DMs or messages from them like replying to my stories like hey like you're so cute or like stuff like that and like sometimes you just like don't need that on your Insta so, so be careful where you add them I would say like the number like just getting their number is like a pretty pretty good thing to do because there's no like other social commitment there other than you're just texting you know so <laughs> yeah it'll be more awkward when you're like okay i actually just like don't want to talk to this guy you can't just like block them exactly that's actually and then if you end up like getting into a serious relationship and you start posting about your 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 new bae all your other tinder guys will be like oh like i guess unavailable now (laughs) yeah that's that's the awkward thing about instagram yep exactly (laughs) Okay, so it seems like, you know, all these online apps, there's, there are a lot of benefits that come out, like you said, like you can become like friends, you know, or like, you know, some things can get serious, sometimes you can have a good conversation, but like, you know, there's also the other side where it doesn't work out and it's weird and like, awkward. like, I feel like guys who download these apps, they really want success as well. So from your point of view, what are some tips you would give to guys who are trying to score a girl? using online media and and that could be like in a relationship or a hookup yeah. or how do, how do, how do <laughs> that's a really good question i think first of all don't ask sorry don't ask boring questions you know what my most hated dm is when people say hey how are you like what do i say like i'm good how are you like that doesn't get the conversation anywhere so guys if you're listening like don't ask girls how are you because like if they're looking for something serious they're not gonna i don't think they're gonna care like if you're gonna be like oh like how's your day like oh i did this i did this okay cool how are you like that conversation has no meaning so i would say just try to get the conversation on a level that's more interesting ask me something more interesting like or banter with me a little bit like so we can actually enjoy the conversation rather than feel an obligation of replying because i personally love banter and Something that I realized through online dating is that a lot of guys don't banter and they just treat me like I'm like a princess. Like they're like, oh, like you're really cute. Like, oh, like what are you doing today? Like stuff like that. And guys that it doesn't work. Like I just get bored. I'm like, I don't enjoy replying to this. I I don't care if you call me cute. I'm like not feeling it. Like if I don't even feel a vibe for you yet then you calling me cute doesn't give me any sort of butterflies whatsoever so first of all you got to build the chemistry i think that's the biggest tip please just build the chemistry with the girl before you start like showering her with compliments so just build banter with them i think most of my the good dates i've had we we have banter and that's like one of my favorite things ever yeah i mean it shows like that the guy has some personality and they're able to think a certain way if they can be witty and bad i feel like yeah like when guys first they just drop the oh like you're really cute it's kind of like oh my gosh like but i don't even know you like i don't even want to say like thank you you too and then the conversation just dies exactly oh my gosh actually last night i was (laughs) feeling just so frustrated from these like dry dms that i was getting that i had to vent to so many so many people like so many friends i was like why do guys not banter? Why do these guys don't, like, why don't they tease me back? Like, I'm trying to, like, banter with them. I'm trying to, like, have a fun conversation. I'm trying to, like, you know, get to know your personality. Instead, I say something, and then you're like, oh, haha. so what did you do today? 
And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to smash my head into a wall because I don't care about telling you what I did today. I just want to get to know you as a person. Like, can you please show your personality to me and not just be like a nice guy and keep asking me how my day was? Like, oh, oh my God. I just got so frustrated last night. So yeah, that's a big one, guys. Please, please take notes. <laughs> oh, nice guys finish last. That's why I treat you like trash. <laughs> um oh my god like there's nothing wrong with being like a nice guy like it's obviously I want to date someone who's genuinely a nice guy but if you're showing off as being nice is like your whole personality trait like that's your only personality trait is being nice then I'm not gonna talk to you yeah (laughs) that's true oh my god I hope guys you listen to that the first the first dms the combo has to be interesting Yes. What about anything else? Like after, let's say you've had like maybe like one good combo on the first day, what's something else they could keep in mind to continue the spark going forward? Mm-hmm. I'd say just read the vibe. And if we have a good conversation, then next time you text me, maybe just like, you know, like, oh, this thing reminded me of this part of our conversation or like send me a meme that was relatable to our conversation or something. Don't just start again from square one. We want to like progress in, in getting to know each other. So. Yeah. And honestly, just be yourself. Like, don't feel the need to have to impress someone because I sense things very easily. And I've been on a few in-person dates where it was very, very, very obvious that the guy I was with was putting on kind of a persona to try to impress me. And I can see through that and it becomes inauthentic spending time with you because you're not being yourself. So I would much rather have someone who's able to be themselves around me. Be a little embarrassing, like be goofy with me or just, you know, don't worry so much about what you're portraying just feel comfortable with me because yeah I guess like maybe there's like a societal expectation that guys think what girls want so then they try to become that but then actually like girls just want someone who's almost like a little bit like different or just like who's not afraid to kind of be themselves even if it doesn't really match I guess social expectations or whatever yeah exactly and honestly if you're able to be yourself around them and they don't like you, then you already know that they're not for you. So you might as well just do it anyway because that way you know whether or not you're, you know, a good fit for each other. That's true. And just, like, get it over with instead of kind of, like, keeping, like, an act up for a while and then be like, yeah, slowly start revealing yourself. I mean, it could work. I mean, it could they could end up really liking or you could have just shown it really early and then just known for a fact so you don't, I guess, you know. Yeah, putting up the act is exhausting and you don't know when to put the walls down. So just be yourself right off the get-go, I would say. Do you feel like you're someone that's just super yourself when you meet people online, like strangers? Yeah, I think so. I think I just feel lucky in the sense that I do have just enough confidence to just be myself and not have to put on a persona. And usually those, yeah, like there's no way I can put on a persona. Like I don't even know what persona I would put on. I just want to be myself and express myself even with the guy that I called with today like just coffee on call with him like five minutes after I stepped out of the shower <laughs> like it's, it's chill you know like if I'm like this like I'm very like spontaneous like like 90% of the time I don't wear makeup so why do I have to always feel the need to put on makeup or put on lashes to impress someone if that's not who they're going to be seeing all the time if they actually date me so <laughs> just be yourself but I would say that first impressions do matter so don't just like go on a first date and all of a sudden like tell them your like life traumas and like you know be really weird and burp in front of them right off the get-go like that's not the extent of be yourself that I'm talking about 
always just like read the vibe and see how comfortable you can be with them. But just don't hide anything that you don't need to hide. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Have you been on dates where guys just drop their trauma on you? Like, <laughs> super emotional or like, you know, I see in like movies. But I would never know like, how that happened to you. No, thankfully, that has not happened to me. <laughs> Oversharing has not happened to me yet. <laughs> that's a good word. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I feel like that's, this is all like such good advice. I mean, I hope like, even though I've never had experience, I can see why like if a guy was just like super like inauthentic, it would be super hard to have a conversation because it's already like online, you know, and like you're already not face to face. So that definitely makes it even more challenging. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, like, it, this is what works for me. It doesn't mean it's what works for everybody because I know some people that can definitely just start off with, like, no banter or just, like, small talk and just, like, slowly go on a few dates. Even if those dates don't work out and you commit, eventually you, like, fall in love. But this is just, like, very, very personal to my own preferences is that everything I said in this podcast, basically, is my preferences. So definitely, if you're listening, take everything with a grain of salt. So, yeah, and guys, <laughs> listening, and you're interested in Meg, make sure to take note. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'll link her Instagram and check out her podcast. Like, this girl is amazing. I can't believe you're like still on the market. I feel like you're gonna, someone's gonna swoop you up real fast. Like, oh, guys, what are you waiting for? Oh my god, so funny. The thing is, like, I approach dating so seriously to the degree where it's like, if I'm gonna pursue a relationship, then I can see myself marrying you. And that is why I am still single, because I am so serious about it, so. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's, I think, like, that's, I, I respect that mentality, but I also right. wonder, When like, do you that, know that, like, for sure, that this person like, is giving you, husband like, vibes? Like, oh, like, I'm pretty sure I might marry this person. Like, when, when, when do you, what kind of feeling do you expect to get? I don't think I get husband vibes, per se, because it's a, definitely too fast to say, like, oh, this guy can be my husband. But it's more so, like, what are my deal breakers and what can I definitely not tolerate? Like, for example, I can be really, really attracted to someone. And then if they don't have the same, I guess, like ambition as me, or if like, for some reason we def definitely can't work out in the future, even if I like them and they like me, I'm not going to pursue it because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste their time. So we have to like, I have to like see if that vibe is there. Cause I think I, yeah, I think I know what I'm looking for. And so if I meet someone or go on a date and I see that they don't have that or we aren't on the same wavelength in certain aspects, then I'm definitely just not going to waste time. Mm -hmm. That's smart. And, and you're straightforward, you know, and, if you, and, and at the end of it, you know, you could come out with a good friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just so happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this with me and all of our listeners. I hope guys take note. And <laughs> You see DMs. <laughs> episode airs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I love talking about this. It's honestly so much fun. So I hope hope you guys got some tips and enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll talk again. Maybe we'll do Meg Talks Online Dating Part Two after <laughs> hear about how this guy from earlier progresses. Oh my god! You know what'd be amazing oh, if yeah. that would turn into a success story and he actually becomes my boyfriend. Then we'll do a follow-up episode. <laughs> that would be so awesome. And then, and then we can, and then he'll be like, wow, so that was about me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you again. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much, Iris. Bye.
Bye.